Praise the Lord. You are welcome. You are welcome to this uh, first Sunday of, of the year. And um, I know that God will do great things in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For those of you who traveled, you are welcome back. We thank God for Johnny Messies. We thank God for blessing your food and blessing your water. We thank God for safe travels. Amen. So welcome to 2019, our year of great conquest. And the Lord has given us a word, and I know it will come to pass in your life. In Jesus' mighty name. And the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 36, this is our anchor text for the whole year. You will do well to read it, study it, memorize it. Um, and I pray that everything that this word represents will come to pass in your life in Jesus' mighty name. It says, from Arua, which is in the bank of the river Anon, and uh, from the city that is in the ravine, as far as Gilead. There was not one city too strong for us. This will be your testimony this year. Yeah. There was not one city too strong. And um, they grew by conquest. You grow by conquest. You grow by overcoming obstacles. You know, in England, when you, when you go to school, you don't do exams. But where I grew up, we write exams. Mm. We write exams. From primary, we write exams. Where I come from, there's no such thing as um, this child is not uh, academically... <laughs> <laughs> Where I come from, there's no such thing as this child is not academically. What do you, what's the phrase? Inclined, academically? <laughs> oh, they will incline your, they incline your brain. <laughs> it's only in England I find out that they say that a child is not academically inclined. And yet we will not ask, we will not ask why his brains are not inclined. Nobody asks me that question. Even when I was coming out with straight F's, nobody told me that I was not academically inclined. When I look at my mother, my brain just reclines. We grow by conquest. Please be very comfortable with challenges, with opposition. You grow by conquest. Gateway Chapel should be very comfortable with challenges, resistance. You are measured by the amount of resistance you overcome. That's how we know you are growing. So I have been writing the exam from primary school. But here, in the, in the UK system, they said, uh, you don't need to write exam. But in my home, that's not how we train our kids. We told our kids, you, well, they, you may not write exam, but whatever grades they use in measuring, just be on top. So what is the grade for measuring? I say it sets. So from primary, I said, well, whatever happens, you are staying in the top set. I, I, we don't want to hear that you drop from any of the sets. Right? 
because I'm not ready to live my life, allow my, the system det- detect how my children turn out. So that's when a challenge started. One of them, uh, one of my kids dropped from one set. So maths set one, English set one, right? You don't write exam, fine. But there must be a criteria for putting people in those sets, correct? So whatever criteria, that's your challenge. So one of them, I don't know whether omission, error of omission or commission, dropped from set one at, at primary. Is it primary? Primary. And then she said this over dinner, like something very casual. I am now in set two in uh, maths. <laughs> <laughs> The piece of chicken fell out of my mouth. <laughs> like what? What? You are in what? I mean, said two in maths. You are in what? In what? 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 What does that mean? What does that mean? Said two. What does that mean? And the kid, you know, looked up, was scared, was worried. It was like third world war in the house. That kid knew something was wrong. However you got from set one to set two, you better incline that brain. <laughs> you better incline that brain, right? And start reclining it back to where you came from. You are. So after that term, he came back and said, well, I'm now in set one and one. I said, ah, yeah. Then the love continues. So, so, we grow by conquest. Never allow your... Now, you know, because from primary through school, you don't write exams. Correct? You do write exams in primary. Or you don't need exam for promotion. That's not conquest. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of exam is that? I repeated primary three. Can you imagine that? Do you know what it is to sit down in the same year? He <laughs> <coughs> said you don't need the exam to you don't need the exam to so whether you pass or fail, you have passed. Does that sound like conquest to you? So that's not how life works. You must overcome something, and the evidence of growth is in overcoming. The evidence of growth is in what? Overcoming. If you are not overcoming anything, you can stay average for the rest of your life and never, I don't even know it. And worse still, you can actually decline and not even know it. So, but what our, the courage we have here, what we have going here is that it says there was not one city too strong for us. There was not one city too strong. In other words, they, he says, the Lord our God delivered all. You know, Israel is, is an example of, uh, we are like the modern day Israelites. And so the Bible tells us that we should look at the nation of Israel. Every piece of land they acquired, they acquired by conquest. Do you understand? You know, you are all, we're all going to Israel next month, next year. Right? You know. I see. Uh-huh. So you, whether you like it or not, you are going. We are, we are going. I've been saying it for 2000. I don't want to hear that. So 
If you went to Magaluf last year, go and get your money back because we are opening, that, we are opening it um, from next Sunday. We'll open it from next Sunday and they will start taking deposit for Israel. You need, to, you need to go and go and boost your faith, right? It's okay to, to read scriptures. When you sit down and, and they tell you about the six-day war, right, you will start reading your Bible in colors. That's why you must go. Do you understand? You must come with me. And I'm mandating you to go. If you say you don't have the money, no problem. But every day I see you with a new pair of shoes. <laughs> the day I see you with a new pair of dress, you will not hear the end of the story. So but just, just, just start saving the pennies together and say, Pastor, here is a bucket of one uh, I will take them, but you are going to Israel with us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, it says so they are, you, you grow by, by conquest, isn't it? So it says the Lord our God delivered all into our hands. Listen very, listen very carefully. I've been pastoring this church now for 15 years. Every year, God gives, God gives us a word. Every year, this church overcomes. And this church overcomes by divine instruction. There is no career too strong for you. The Lord your God this year will deliver all into your hands. Listen very carefully. You will change jobs this year. And you will change into jobs that your friends only imagine. You will change into jobs bigger and greater than what your current skills, skills entails. Because the Lord your God is delivering all into your hands. There is, no, there is not one manager too strong for you. Because, I've, because I'm from the marketplace. I'm not your run-of-the-mill pastor. And I know that there are some demonic managers. And I know that there are some demonic supervisors. I know, I know, I know. But there's not one manager too strong for you. No. No manager is strong enough to allow you regret signing your contract to work for them. No manager is strong enough. Right? If your heart palpitates because you are going to work, you should remember this scripture that your pastor says, no manager, no senior manager, no VP, no president, no divisional leader, none, no supervisor is strong enough for you this year. Because there is, a, there is a mandate over you. There is not one project too strong for you. Not one project. Not one project. 2001, Prague, PWC project. I was brought into support. And they formed a clique against me. Because they love forming cliques. I was, the one, I, was, I was the only one from a different, different organization, even though it was our software they were running. And they were from click there, you know. They go into their little private silly meetings. They don't invite me. Hey, it's bad. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, they, they, this is what I love about Christianity. It's life. It's not, it's, I mean, I, what am I going to do now? Ignored me the first day. Flew in on Monday. Ignored me the first day. You know, and they will all sit down on their little coffee table drinking, eating tea and drinking biscuits. And I would sit down, put my head down on the top. I was invited. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I went to the bathroom, went to sit down in the bathroom, and I prayed for five minutes. Intense prayer for five minutes. 
And I came back, sat down. Following morning, they had a problem. They had a problem. Nobody could fix it. They had a problem. Even myself, I had no idea. <laughs> I, had a, I had a Holy Ghost career. That's why this 21 days fast, um, this 21 days fast is a fast of change for you. <laughs> if you have been fasting before, reset your stomach. This fast is the fast, I'm telling you. They had a problem. I saw the problem. Water. I said, uh, so when I saw them running around, running around by Tuesday or Wednesday, running around, I said, I said what is the matter? I said, oh, we just, it's just something we can't, we can't, it's something we can't, we cannot solve this problem, and blah, 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 blah. I said, can I take a look? Well, they give it to the boy, to the, give it to him to take a look. Oh, we know he can't solve it. I saw, saw it. Me too, I knew where this was way <laughs> And I went back into the prayer room in the toilet. I sat down. And I prayed in the spirit. And I prayed in the spirit. And I came back out. Sat down on the computer. Or looking at whatever. From nowhere, God gave me wisdom. And I fixed it. Within five minutes. Within five minutes. He said, more person will not invite me for lunch. We're asking me, you want coffee? <laughs> you want coffee? We're just about to go out. To the, to, you want to come along? So all of a sudden, I became a body. I looked at all of them. I said, man, you guys. Of course I went. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's not one person too strong for you. And this is a powerful scripture. This scripture I'm giving to you this year, that God gave to me this year, my father gave it to me about four or five years ago when this church was not growing. We're stagnant. So, this is potent. This is a joker in the park. Your level is changing this year. Brexit or no Brexit, you are breaking grounds in the name of Jesus. There was not one nation too great for them. No, I and my sons and my daughters this year, we we have seen it before. 2006, we saw it. Credit crunch, we're here. Dot com bust, we were here. Amen. And our boys and our girls were flying. You are flying this year. In the name of Jesus. No regrets coming your way this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will change jobs. You will double your salary. You will grow. You will prosper. You will be happy. You will have peace of mind. You have peace at work. Anyone that is set to make you unhappy, may my God remove them for you. In the name of Jesus. My God will make room for you in the market square. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So the Lord our God delivered all into our hands. And that will be your portion in Jesus' mighty name. There is not one challenge too much for you. No. As a member of this household this year, there is not one challenge too hard for you. Every challenge you face will be a stepping stone to your rising. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will be strong in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. So, conquest is our area. We, we will grow. You know, there are two ways you grow an organization. First, you can have an internal growth, isn't it? So, through sales. Yeah? But that's not the only way companies grow. You also grow by acquisition. Hostile takeover. 
you grow by acquisition. Do you understand? So that's what's that? That's conquest. We put in a bid, a bid and then we buy, we buy, we buy our, what do you call it? Um, yes. That's part of growth, isn't it? So, so you must get comfortable to overcome obstacles. And this is your key scripture. There's nothing too strong for you. There's nothing too strong for you. There's nothing too strong for you. Your will is too strong to be discouraged this year. Your will, your resolve is too strong to be discouraged this year because of the anointing and the grace of God upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. But however, I opened this weekend by sharing with you on Friday that you must be comfortable with the concept of power. And I have taught you what power means and how to get power. I, I, I hung, I, I desired power at the age of 24. At the age of 24, I was seeking to tap into the power source of God through his word by the age of 24. So I have preached that message on Friday. It should be on our podcast by the end of today, all right? By, 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 and also you need to also know that um, if you go to gatewaychapel.org.uk forward slash podcast, go and subscribe to any of those facilities, you will start getting our messages from, we are doing away with the vote from today, all right? We're all moving forward, yeah? So you get to so subscribe to our podcast so you can start getting the messages straight into your mobile phone, right? So you don't need to listen to any um, fake news, yeah? Yeah, so you put, plug it in and just hear the word of God as preached by your pastor 24-7 and we are all fine, all right? So we are starting our fast from today, midnight today. And we are fasting for 21 days. And the fast will start at midnight and it will end by 3 or 6. There is no liquid chicken, liquid rice, liquid carbohydrate. No. We are doing a proper, proper fast. Okay? You have to do that. You need to register because, because of the ill wind coming this year. I'm not going to pray with everyone. I'm not going to be putting our prayer points or our registration on, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, and then saying, come one, come all. I'm not doing come one, come all this year. I am called to you. So I want to go register as a member of the church, and I will send you the prayer points, and I will send you the private invitation so I can pray with you every day for 21 days, myself and a, and a group of intercessors. Does that make sense? Secondly, these prayer points you will not share in any of our Gateway Chapel, uh, what do you call it, um, WhatsApp group. So, no black market transactions. <laughs> yes. Tell everyone in the group, if you are a member of the church, go register as a member and get the same information as I'm getting. Does that make sense? Right? So, um, it says, as for me and my house, so this is my house. I'm not feeding anybody's sheep this year. Right? So yeah, I know you love your cousin, but if you want to send your cousin, that's fine, but I'm not sending the prayer request to your cousin. I'm sending it to you. Does that make sense? Yeah? Praise the Lord. Are we good? Okay. So we'll start by 12 midnight and we we'll end by um, 7 o'clock. So there are a few things that we we'll Sorry, by 6 o'clock. Ah. <laughs> just checking, just checking. I tell you a lot to pray. So a few things that... Um, we will not do what I want to share with you, right? First, this, what this fast is not for. Matthew 6, 16 to 18. 
what this fast is not for or what you will not do during this fast. What are we fasting for? We are fasting to see the hand of God. We are fasting for em- divine empowerment for conquest. We are fasting to ensure that this Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 36 become our reality. That is why we are fasting. Matthew 6, 16 to 18. When you fast, let's read together. One, two, go. Uh, fast. No, let, let, let's start again. Let's start again. One, two, go. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with sad countenance. Uh-huh. 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 Aha. Aha. No, read that very well. Say but say but you. Let me point to your neighbor. Point but you. Let me poke them. Say but you. You. Aha. 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 So. Aha. Aha. Praise the Lord. So you're not allowed to go to the office tomorrow looking like, looking like your cat just died. Okay? How we fast? You're not allowed to go to the office tomorrow grumpy because you didn't have conflicts or witterbigs. Yeah, that's a no-no. You should not go to the office tomorrow. We don't want a situation where you come back from work tomorrow and your kids are saying, oh, mommy is fasting, daddy is fasting. No. No. So when you fast, he said, men should not know that you are fasting. So this is how you should fast. He said, anoint yourself with oil. Look good and be happy. You must not drag yourself to work tomorrow because you are fasting. You must not be slow to respond because you are fasting. Does that make sense? Yeah? Now, you must not be easily irritated because you are fasting. Touchy. Grumpy. Easily annoyed. Get angry easily because your stomach is empty. What kind of problem is that now? <laughs> yeah? You, figure, you understand? That's the that's, that's, that's fast we are having. So, you must be happy. You must be excited. You must spend time in prayers. You must read your Bible, and then you will join me by 9 p.m., and then we pray together. Does that make sense? Yeah? So, no fighting, no quarreling. That's the first thing. Number two. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hmm. You should not fast because you want God to kill all your enemies. You should not fast because you want God to kill all your, en- kill all your enemies. That's not scriptural. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, not yours. You shouldn't fast because you want God to just grant you your wishes. That's not why we are fasting. Okay? He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right, and his righteousness, and what? All of that things. He says, if you, in your mortal state, know how to do, give good things to your children, say how much more God. So we are not fasting so that... Um, God can give you a new car, give you a new house, change your job. No, 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 no. That will be taken care of. So that's not why we ask. So it's not a birthday wish. You know, 
close your eyes, blow the candle, and make a wish. No, this is not a, it's not a make a wish fast. Right? We're not making wishes. This is a, this is a Christian fast. Does that make sense? Yeah? So this is how we're going to do it. So, um, so have you, we, we know, we know what, your, what your resolutions are, what your demands are. God, has, God sees, ev- sees everything. We know that. But then, don't have your enemy in mind when you are fasting and praying and say, oh Lord, ah, yeah, that one, please, yeah, please, terminate, terminate that one. Oh, sack this one. No, 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 that's not what we're doing. Number three, you don't fast if you have no understanding. But if you can hear me, you have an understanding. Yeah. So this applies to people who are probably not Christians, right? They don't know Jesus. They don't know God. Um, so they don't really know why they should fast or, you know, they're not really spiritually minded, but they love the things of God, right? But if you have been here, right, more than one Sunday, right, and if this is not your first time of hearing me speak, then you have enough understanding to embark on this fast. So basically what I'm saying is that you are fasting whether you like it or not, okay? So that's what, so three things you shouldn't do. You shouldn't, it's not if wish fast, you almost fast, don't fast if you don't have an understanding. And what's the first one? Huh? Yeah, don't be angry all the time. Anoint yourself and be happy. Okay? Your, the climate of your home should not change because you are fasting. Does that make sense? That's what the Bible says. So, what do we expect then from this fast? On this fast is a fast where you seek to find out the God's purpose for you. And that's what I want you to do. It's a fast for purpose. John chapter 4 verse 31. The Bible says in the meantime, his disciples urged him saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore his disciples said to one another, has anybody, has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Not my work, his work. So, during this fast, you will be praying for the revelation of God's purpose for you. Every man, every woman has a purpose on earth. Every man, every woman. You are the reason your parents came together. You are the reason. You are not the product of the marriage. You are the reason for the marriage. Do you understand? Jesus was not the product of the relationship between Joseph and Mary. No. He was the reason. Do you understand? Because of his assignment on earth, God chose Joseph and Mary. Because of your assignment on earth, God chose your parents. God chose this nation. And if you're like me, you have, your parents may have migrated from one country to the other just to be here. Your parents. But did you not see that about Jesus Christ? Did you not see how his parents had to migrate at some point? because of a prophetic word over that child. So you as well, God has an assignment for you here. 
God has a plan for you here. Many will live their life without ever asking, Lord, why did you call me? Why am I here? Why am I saved? And what have you called me to do in the body? What have you called me to do in this church? Why this church this time? Why this pastor this time? Why this nation this time? Don't you think you need to know? Listen very carefully. If you don't answer those questions, it doesn't matter how much you earn. It doesn't matter how, it doesn't matter how many cars you, you buy, how many jobs or how, what, what kind of career path you have, you will never be fulfilled. There will always be a void. At the age of 22, I asked God for this, I asked God this question and he told me, 22. I got saved at the age of 22. And I asked God, why am I saved? Why did you introduce yourself to me? Why am I a Christian and my friend is not? What have you called me to do on earth? And you know what? He answered me. And he answered me in scriptures. 22. So if you are older than 22 right now and you don't know what your purpose on earth is as an individual, you're running late. At, now, I asked God and he spoke to me. So I know what my function is. The Bible says that the whole body of Christ is made perfect through that which every joint supplies. What each joint supplies is ordained in heaven. What you are called to supply the body of Christ is ordained in heaven. It's who you are. It's what you are born to be. It's in your DNA. It's like a fish in water. But will you take the time out to find out? I did at the age of 22. You see, if I meet John today, I know exactly what God wants me to do in John's life. I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm not talking about being a pastor. I am not talking about being a pastor. If we were work colleagues, if we were friends, I know exactly where I fit in in the life of John. Do you understand? Where do you fit in in the life of others, do you know? Then this next 21 days, find out. Find out. Find out. Find out. No empty living. No empty lifestyle. You must live life on purpose. Find out. Find out what your function is or you will lose your functionality. Find out. So Jesus said, he said, my meat is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish it. So this fast is a fast for the revelation of purpose. I pray the Lord will make you of quick understanding. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we go after searching for purpose. Why am I here? Simple question. Why am I here? 
Get a pen and paper by your bedside or get your pipe or whatever it is you put by your bedside. You can write in, right? And then, why am I here, Lord? Why am I? Reveal your purpose to me. Reveal your purpose to me. Your purpose is not making money. There are so many frustrated, wealthy people. Your purpose is not having children. No. Your purpose is not getting a job. No, it's not. Your purpose in life is what hinges on your fulfillment. If you don't ask, he will never tell you. But I was smart enough to ask at 22. I was smart enough to ask at 22. God hears prayers and God hears your heart. So please, these 21 days, make sure you ask and the Lord will reveal himself to you in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So this fast also is a fast to 10 minutes our inadequacies. There are certain shenanigans you got yourself involved last year. You stop it these 21 days. You stop it. No little lies. No, you know little lies. Nobody is nobody's feeding you. Nobody is paying you. But you just, you know, compulsive lying. You know, nobody is harassing you. You are not under stress. This is not one nation where, the, where we are all free people. And yes, People can stop lying, right? So, is it lies or, or is it anger? Is it anger? That is very pediatric. You, you ask the Lord, terminate these insecurities. You know, listen, they, they weaken the hand of God towards you. Right? Or is it complaint or murmuring? Is it just having a, just having a moan? Yeah, are you a moaner? You stop it. It's against Christian destiny. We, don't, we are joyful people. Right? Is it complaint? Have you seen people like that? You just, you just complain about every little thing. How about, how about malice? How about malice? Yesterday is gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yesterday is gone. Forget it. Forget it. It's a new year. It's a new day. There is, there is no luggage this year. Don't create one. So purge me, oh God, is your prayer. There is no luggage. It's a blank canvas. Don't. You did crossover, right? That luggage is 2018. Yeah? 18? 2018. They, no, no, we are standing here right now before God. We don't have luggage. Do you have any luggage? No. No emotional baggage. Don't create one. Set, look forward. But all the shenanigans you got involved in are unforgiveness. Mm. I, we should not hear from you. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. What this sister did to me uh, last year. Ah, ah, ah. That's dis- you are disqualified. You're disqualified. That's bad spirit. Bad spirit. If you have any recollection... Oh, yes, 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 yes. She said this about me uh, two years ago. But you, that's, you, you have a bad spirit. So you get rid of that. Unwholesome talk. Gossip. Fighting. Right? Don't do it in church. Don't do it at work. Oh, have you seen Sally? Leave Sally alone. <laughs> Sally is not your business. Leave Sally alone. All right? During this fast. 
Let's look at Jonah chapter 3. Jonah chapter 3. And he caused it, and he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd or flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and, and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that, he may not, so that we may not perish? Verse 10, then God saw their works that they turned from their evil way. God did not turn them. They turned. God did not turn them. They turned. These 21 days, turn me, O God, from my little errors, from my bad habits. You know, you have the Holy Spirit in you, so you know what the bad habit is. You have the Holy Spirit in you, so you know what the bad habit is. Lord, turn me from these bad habits. Turn me, O oh God, from this bad habit. Now, listen very carefully. The people God destroys are more than the one the devil gets. Don't let anybody fool you and tell you that, you know what, you can keep behaving the way you feel like behaving. God loves the sinner. That's not true. That's not true. It's not in your Bible. We just read a scripture here. Who was going to bring, who was going to bring destruction on, on them? It was God. It was, the, the devil has nothing to do with this. Then God saw their works, then that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster. Did you see the devil here? Who was bringing disaster? But you've been told, you have been told that keep doing what you feel like doing. It doesn't matter. God does not, God does not, bring, God does not bring disaster, Right? The kind of disaster God brings, you can't pray it away. If God is bringing disaster upon someone, who is going to rescue that individual? Which prayer warrior? Which pastor? Which prophet? So God brings disaster upon people. Maybe uncomfortable for you to hear, but I'm your pastor. There's no, there's no shenanigan here. So, so, he says, they turned from their own ways. They, they fasted. Enough of these lies. Enough of this misbehavior. Enough of this unforgiving heart. Enough of this malice. Enough of this theft. Everything from crayons to post-it notes. Enough, oh God. Enough. Hotel towers, enough. Enough, enough, oh God. Enough. Bathroom slippers. Enough, oh God. Enough. 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 Slander. Slander. You sit down and with someone and they just tear another human being in your presence and you just sit down there like, like, yeah. That is wickedness of heart. You say, enough, enough. Let me not enjoy this kind of association. Listen very carefully. There are some companies that you don't need this year. 
Where did it get you last year? Enough. They turned from their wicked ways. There are people that you hang out with. They make you lie. They make you tell lies. They reduce you from where you are. Is it enough? That was their prayer. And the Bible says God heard them. Amen. Number three, and as I close, it's a fast that you get you seeking to know God. Philippians 3 verse 10. It says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Philippians 3 verse 10. Bring up my scriptures quickly. That I may know him. This is somebody praying. Fellow believer. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. Now we don't want to be nailed on the cross. But maybe we should just give up our, our meal, our breakfast and our lunch where for 21 days and at least feel in the body. Let, let our body give us an, an idea. Let the hunger pangs just give you an idea. Just a little, a little imagination of what it means to be nailed. Does that make sense? For a change. So it should drive you that I may know Christ. Many of us don't know Christ. On your knees. That I may know Christ. And I may understand the, 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 the fellowship of his sufferings, the love that God has for a man that will cause him to, to, to nail another man on the cross. I don't know what kind of love is that. Lord, reveal the depth of this love to me. When God reveals the depth of his love for you, your Christian life will never be the same. It will never be the same. It will never be the same. And so this fast, these 21 days, is for you to cry for an encounter. An encounter to know Christ. To know, to know the God of the scriptures. And to know the power of his love towards you. To know that there is no end to the sacrifice of God for you. To understand the depth of his love for you. Amen. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should never die, but have a, should never perish, but have eternal life. What does that love mean? Reveal it to my heart, O oh Lord. That's what he's saying. That's the third thing we pray for. Amen? Rise to your feet as we pray. Prepare me, O oh God, for this fast. Raise your voice and pray. Prepare me, O God, for this fast. Prepare me. Prepare me. Prepare me, O God, for this fast. Prepare me, O God, for this fast. Prepare me. Prepare me. This is 2019. This year, the year of great conquest. Prepare me for this fast. I am ready for my growth. I am ready for increase. I am ready to prosper. I am ready to grow. Prepare me, O God, for this fast. Speak to me, Heavenly Father, as a man speaks to his friend. Speak to me, Father. Speak to my heart, Holy Spirit. Here we are, O God. Speak to our heart, Holy Spirit. Speak to our heart, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. As we wait upon you, Father, speak to our hearts. Speak to our hearts.
Speak to our hearts in the name of Jesus. Father, strengthen us in the place of prayer. Strengthen us in the place of waiting. Strengthen us in the place of prayers. Strengthen us, O God, in the place of waiting in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that this fast will be the fast of revival. A fast of change. A fast of divine strength. The fast of divine guidance in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the family say, Amen. Amen. Please, you may be seated. It's offering time. Blessing time. Hallelujah.